You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. clap offering to the Lord and bless the name of Jesus. All right, today I'm speaking on honor, continuing with the series I started today, speaking on honor, and I'm speaking on honor for the ministers of the gospel. Praise the Lord. I've spoken, I've given a good foundation, so for those of you who have not been around and not been here, kindly get the CDs or the tapes um, and uh, your pen drives, you can let them download them for you. You can go also to the SoundCloud and you definitely have them so that you can follow and follow very well. Praise the Lord. We have all learned that anytime we actually dishonor the grace of God, we cut ourselves from the grace. Is that right? Yeah, okay, so it is not about he taking away something from you. It is you cutting yourself away from him. Are you getting the point? So the grace is always flow. All right, just like the woman who touched the hem of his garment, she went with a thought, she went with an intention, she went with a certain honor for the man of God, and she said, actually, in her heart, that if I could touch the hem of his, she went with an expectation, she knew there's something with this man that I can receive, and because of that, she received it. In the same way, Jesus also went to his village, and Bible said they were offended by him. They said, ah, is that not the carpenter's son? And they called the name of the brothers. And then even the sister, they just mentioned in generic. That's the sister. Look at the sisters. And they said, this guy, what can he do? Bible said, forgetting that they were dealing with the anointed of God, who is the Christ, the Messiah. And because of that, he could not do anything there. He could not do any miracle there. So it's not that the grace is not in flow, but it's because of their dishonor. And I said, if you honor somebody, you love that, be- that person. You value that person. You respect that person. Is that right? Okay. All right. And you have faith in that person. So wherever you see honor, you see love, you see faith, you see value, you see what? Respect. Wherever you see honor and you don't see these, it is fake. It is not true. All right. Did he ask us to just honor him as slaves, as people who are just messed up? No, he first honored us. We were nobodies. We were strangers. But this God came to us. God became man. And grafted and adopted us. Brought us to his own level. And made us gods on earth. And then asked for our honor. Do you think that is too much? Oh, praise the Lord. So God is so good, he's so kind. He wouldn't ask you of anything that he has not first given you. And so one thing you must learn about the New Testament believer is that God is always the first giver. 
God is always the first giver. God is always the first giver. He doesn't exploit people. He doesn't manipulate people. He would always give first. And they would ask you to do same. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. All right. So, Jesus actually told us something in John chapter 5, verse 23. That all men should honor their son even as they honor the father. And he said, he that honoreth the son, sorry, he that honoreth not the son, honoreth not the father which has sent him. Hello? Why is it so? Because it's the father who sent the son. So when the son, Jesus, is dishonored, the father who sent him has also been dishonored. Oh, praise God. Do you understand? So he said clearly, he said, if you do not honor me, Jesus, you are dishonoring the father. And the reason why he told the Jews that is because they believe so much that they honor God so well. They honor God so well, so and uh, uh, if they honor, honored God and they really knew God, uh, definitely they would have known Jesus. But their honor was fake. So they saw God right before them, but they couldn't see him. Couldn't see him. God has placed the honor with men. Jesus was not talking in that capacity only as God on earth. He was talking as a man. Oh, praise God. Because God has placed honor with men. So that when we honor certain people God has asked us to honor, we are honoring God. The word is so loud on how we ought to receive, see, treat, and honor ministers of the gospel. And the fact is very clear that God uses men and his blessings are ministered by men. If you look at the preaching of the gospel and salvation, God placed it with men. Matthew chapter 10 verse 40, he says, he who receives and welcomes you receives me. Oh, hello? You heard that? So, as even as a believer, when a gentile, when an unbeliever receives you, they have received who? Jesus. When they honor you, they have honored Jesus. So crucial. He said, he who receives and welcomes me, welcomes you, receives me. And he who receives me, receives him who so it's a chain, is that right? When you are received, Jesus is honored. And, and because Jesus is received, the Father is honored. And then he will ca- categorize this in, in, in 40, 40, 41 thereon. Look at what he says. Let's already go. He who receives and welcomes a prophet. 
Oh, hello. So he's categorizing it now. The honoring is in levels. And the rewards comes in. Oh, praise God. Are you getting the point? So when somebody is in the capacity or in the office of a man of God and you honor them, you receive the reward of their honor. Okay? And then he says, he who receives a righteous man, a righteous man, because he is a righteous man, will receive a righteous man's He's talking about the believer. Praise God. And then he says, and whoever gives to one of these little ones, these who are humble in rank or influence, oh my word, even a cup of cold water to drink because he's my disciple. Truly, I say to you, he will not lose. Oh, praise God. He will not lose his reward. He will not lose his reward. Look at Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Mark chapter 16, 15. Let's all read it. Go. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe. So the gospel has been placed in the hands of men. That when you go and you speak and they believe, they are saved. When they don't believe what you said, they they dishonor what you said to them, he said they are condemned. Are you God? But why is it so? Because he has sent you. Oh, praise God. So when they dishonor you, they have dishonored God. Are you getting that sick? All right. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. Let's already go. Let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mist. Praise God. When an unbeliever sees you, that's the way they must honor you as a servant of God. Oh, praise God. As a steward of the mysteries of God. Tell them I am a steward of the mysteries of God. I unravel God to man. And because of that, I receive my honor. Some of you feel shy to go to evangelize. You see that as a dishonor rather. 
So when you call them and they don't mind you, you feel ashamed. Are you here? Am I speaking to somebody? Well, then pastor is speaking to me. So some of you, since you got born again, you have never evangelized. You have never told anybody about Jesus. Tell the next person, it's an honor. It's an honor. It's an honor. It's an honor. <laughs> Look at this scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17-18. Let's already go. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now, all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. Next, that is that God who was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us Oh, hello. So, can you, did you read the scripture well? Did you get the understanding? So, so, do you see in this scripture that Jesus did not just take the sins of Christians? Did you see that? Did you see that Jesus has taken the sins of the whole world? Including that of the unbeliever. You didn't see. That is that God was in reconciling the world to him. And then what? Not what? Imputing who is there. The world. Because that's the premise, yes. Not imputing the world's trespasses to them. And that is why he has committed you and I. The word of reconciliation. So they, their sins have been paid for. But you go and speak the word and reconcile them. So that the sins that have been paid for, they take advantage of it. Tell somebody, this is an honor. So you see, the guy you've been looking down on, God doesn't look down on them. I'll go into that later. The power of God is administered by men. Mark 16, 17. Mark 16, 17. Let's already go. 
And these signs will follow those who believe. Who is he talking about? Huh? Hey, who is he talking about? And these signs will follow what? Who believe? Who is the one who has believed? What are the signs that will follow you? In my name, they will cast out what? And they will. Oh, you are a demon caster. You are a demon caster. And you speak with new. So you see, there's nothing like a deliverance ministry. You people. You see, there's nothing like deliverance ministry. You are the one who cast out demons. They don't cast demons out of you. Jesus. You, you. You are a believer. And they are casting a demon out of you. So a demon and Christ are together staying in you. You don't know who you are. You are so confused. And I feel pity for you. And, and you are told some demon somewhere is the one doing you. Oh, God. And they take you to your hometown and they go and dig some things. And these signs shall follow believers in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. You speak mysteries. You and God speak engage directly without anybody's intervention. Did you hear what I said? You, you speak mysteries. Mysteries. When you speak in tongues, the devil doesn't have access. Nobody hears it. It becomes you and God's personal conversation. And he unravels to you Things that no man can understand. He brings interpretation into your personal spirit. So you get to know what he's telling you. And only you hears him. When it is corporate 
then you have interpretation of tongues. Where somebody else is giving the interpretation. When it is personal, it becomes just you. May grace continue to give us understanding. Give me the next. First Corinthians 12, 9. Let's read it. Go. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another. So you can see that the first one is to all believers. <laughs> Go back to Mark 16, 17. And these signs will follow what? Those who what? So, this one, they shall cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. There is no selectivity. All believers. But look at 1 Corinthians 12. Verse 9, it says, to what? To another, by the same spirit, what? Faith. And then to another, gift of what? Are you getting the, the, the understanding? So, somebody is giving a certain a level of faith that is baffling. Grace gives it to them by the Holy Spirit. Another receives the gift of healing. Are you getting the point? Yes. And they're able to speak and pray for people to be healed. And it comes. It's, it's, so it's not everybody that functions in that grace. That's why it says to another, to another, to another, by the same Spirit. Are you getting the point? You call yourself an ordinary man. You are not ordinary. God has placed in you power to administer to others. Oh, praise the Lord. Next. Our spiritual growth has been committed into the hands of men. All the things I'm talking about, it is human beings who are believers that have been committed to do it. Is that right? Yes. Look at it. Let's all read. Go. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of what? To a perfect man. This word perfect there is not that you don't do anything wrong. No man can ever come to that. If that is your expectation, it's an unrealistic. It's talking about complete. Say complete. Alright, so the word there is complete. In the Greek, what it means is complete. Is it complete with regards to your knowledge of him? And the assignment for which he has given you. Are you getting the point? And the gifts and the office in which you are operating. Are you getting the point? Complete. Complete. And he says to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. So you see, your spiritual growth has been committed to certain men. 
that they teach you and let you grow and mature in Christ so that you will know Christ the way you should know him. Are you getting the point? So that everything that Christ has done and made for you, you will take that inheritance and grow into the full stature of Christ Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. Okay. Ephesians, let's go on. It says what? That we should no longer be Please, ask them, ask the next person, whether somebody has been tossing them to and fro. Some of you go to prayer camps. You say, hey, you think I don't know? I don't know. (laughs) Prayer camps. And you do all sorts of things. Because you are tossed to and fro. You hear that they are using pure water here. You go. You hear that, oh, it's salt. This time, salt. Now they are buffing. <laughs> you have no dosh in it. transliteration where you have grown and reached (laughs) I'm not doing translation I'm doing transliteration (laughs) somebody bows for you to impart and I about with every wind of what? By the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. From today, I pray that you will never, ever be a victim. Say amen. Amen. There are preachers that I've been listening to. And 20 years ago, they were saying so many marvelous and powerful things. People thought they were stupid. Now everybody listens to them. So the things I'm teaching you, I know that very soon, and I mean very, very soon, they will go and pick the tapes. And they will play them over and over again. Because God has given everybody their time and season. I know. I know. (laughs) I know. You see, 
I was told about something that happened. Oyedepo's wife was was um, was sick for over one year. Nobody knew about it. Only the leaders. For over one year in the room. He has prayed every kind of prayer. Nothing was happening. And he knew that God will heal. And he didn't have a doubt about that. You see, listen, listen to me. Your faith is not faith. Your faith is not faith until the adverse has been proven. God, listen to me. The, the reason why you don't see what is because you give up. But I can tell you that if you wait in that faith, faith will respond. One day, instantly, the wife was just healed. She just woke up like that, and it was done. You see, the, the problem with us is that we normally put time limits to faith. I was told about T.L. Osborne. He went to a crusade. And he knew a certain family, and the family was sick. The, the guy was one of was was I mean more like sitting in a wheelchair, couldn't walk. So he asked the family to come to the crusade, believing God to heal them. First day, second day, third day, fourth day. The fifth day, the last day of the crusade, he taught Charlie this one day by all means, nothing happened, and the family was so disappointed. Listen very carefully. The man of God went to the radio and said he's added another day to the crusade. Somebody must dare God. And the family were angry. We've gone for five days. Nothing happened. Forget it. And then one of them said, well, when we were, the word was solid. And we, we enjoyed the teaching. So even if our brother is not healed, let's go and enjoy the word. On that day, he was healed. You see, the problem is that you don't know God. And you don't trust his word. You trust yourself. And you trust the system. That's the problem. When you decide to trust God, forget about the systems. Last week I told you, until your spirit can take it, your mind can never be tweaked. Your brain, sorry. Until your spirit can take it, because some of the things that God wants to do, it's your spirit alone that can take it. Because your mind or your brain can reason it out.
your brain can reason with that. If you want the best of God, and you want to revolutionize your, your environment, open your spirit to take everything God says. And very soon, the crowd will follow you. Because it will now become the order of the day. That's what you call miracle. That's what you call miracle. Miracles are not things that brain can reason. Then you don't need a miracle. You don't. You don't. So, when we are teaching you the consistent word of his grace, don't go for other things. They are shortcuts. But in the end, they will ruin you. And ruin your faith. Look at the name. Insight into the word has been committed to men. God gives revelation to men. So they can preach his revelation. Is that true? Okay. Acts. Of the apostles. Look at, look at what God did. Now a certain man, a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man, a man in the scriptures, a mighty, mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man had been instructed in the way of the Lord. So the Lord is the one who instructs him. And being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things of the Lord. Though he knew only the baptism of John. Are you getting a point? So he was growing in revelation. The things that I teach today that I didn't know yesterday. I'm telling you. If I had known certain things, I'm sure by now, a lot of things would have been very different. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Watch this. So he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Aquila and Prisla heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more. So that guy needed a man to give him more insight. Although the Lord has been instructing him, he needed another man. Praise the Lord. Okay. Next. For this reason, Ephesians 3, 1 and 2. I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for you Gentiles. So God called him for Gentiles. So he said, for you. Oh, praise God. So when God called Paul, he had you and I in mind. And when God called me, he had you in mind. Did you understand that? Watch this. He said, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you. So, Apostle Paul knew 
that it was not just for him. But God gave him what God gave him because of us. Oh, praise the Lord. Is he understanding? Is, is it good? Are you sure? Okay. How that by revelation, he made known to me the mystery. As I have briefly written already, by which when you read, you, you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. You see, when you understand the knowledge in the mystery of Christ, things become very easy. You walk contented. You don't struggle. Things don't just mess you up. Oh, my word. Let's go, let's go. I don't want to dwell too much on some of you. Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.2. Let's all read. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses. So you commit these to faithful men who will be able to do what? Teach others also. So teaching others for them to have insight into the word of God, into leadership of, of, of the church and all of those things are committed to men. Hello? Are you getting the understanding? Now, however, in the work of ministry, we all do not have the same functions or offices. That is, we are not all the same. Apostle Paul says that in the body, you have the head, you have the eye, you have the neck. You have so many, I mean, features playing one body. They are not all the same. Are you getting the point? And you can't say all of them are equal. There are some you can do without. There are some you can never do without. Is that true? Yes. 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 Okay. Romans 12, 3 to 4. He said, for I say, though the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more what? Highly than he ought to think. But to think what? So you must know your level. Apostle Paul says, not Shatawale. As I'm speaking, that is what is running in your head. Why do you do that? So kill that one. He says, why do we have to know our level? Is because God has dealt to each one a measure of what? Oh, hello. Yes. A measure of faith. It comes with a measure of understanding. Definitely it will go with a measure of oppression. Because your faith release comes by your understanding. And by your understanding, you operate in that faith. Oh, hello. (laughs) 
For us, we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. Praise the Lord. Next. So we, being many, are one body in Christ. And individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy improperly. Pushing to. <laughs> Hello. All right. So there are some whom the Lord has placed over us to teach, train us, and to ensure that we grow spiritually. Okay. Let me give you some scriptures. We already read that, but let's read it again. Ephesians 4, 11, 12. Let's go. And he himself gave some to be what? Apostles, some, 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 and he didn't say some pastors and some teachers. So he said, he said, some what? Pastors. Are you getting it? So it is not a five-fold ministry. It's a four-fold ministry. Because every pastor must be a teacher. So in the Greek, it actually says pastors who are teachers. Yeah. So it is not a five-fold ministry. It's a four-fold ministry. All right. For the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Till we all come to the unity of faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ Jesus. So you need these people to have oversight over you. And they must have a good understanding of the word of God. Exactly what God says. That's why he talks about accurately dividing the word of God. The Greek says epignosis. Epignosis. What it means is that people can falsely divide the word of God. They can wrongly divide the word of God. But it says accurately dividing the word. There are methods of even interpreting the word. You can't just pick a word from somewhere and then join it with somewhere and then say, powerful. There are so many things we call revelation that is not revelation. There are so many things. I don't want to give, there are so many things we have, they are, they are junk. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. so you see my work is to equip you no equip you for the work of what ministry so who is to do the work of ministry say like you mean it that's why you don't just have to sit at home and be a Sunday church. 
I didn't say anything. All right? Yes, because listen, you are being equipped for the work of you must pray. Listen, you must intercede for members without me telling you to. It is the work of you must go on visitation without me telling you. As a matter of fact, listen very carefully. Somebody's blood is on our head. God has placed their salvation in your hand. It's a great responsibility. Is it? Yes. It is. Let's go. Colossians. Let's all read this one. Colossians 1.28. Look at what it says. It says what? In all wisdom. Every man mature in Christ Jesus. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man mature, complete in Christ Jesus. Tell us what the responsibility. Ask, ask them whether they are playing their role. What did they say? <laughs> Ask them whether they are playing their role. Did you get their response? Now, a costly mistake or error is to see them in their human point of view. You see, that is where the problem is. That's where the problem is. That's where the problem is. That's where the problem is. Where we easily get familiar. Are you getting the point? Yeah. Get familiar. Get familiar. Get familiar. What you must understand is that the moment God picks a person, they have become God's vessel. Can you believe how John the Baptist saw Jesus? Because they were cousins. Yes. Number two, John was older than Jesus. So you gotta say more dear, Jimmy. Just keep quiet. Who, who are you? When they are talking about revelation, do you know revelation? But, but look at what John told Jesus. He said, I am not fit to even buckle your sandals. 
I am not free. Why? Because although they are cousins and he's older, he knows this one is God's vessel. Acts 9.15 But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. Talking about Apostle Paul. He was talking to somebody who is known as a guru. A powerful man of God that everybody knew. So, now God is telling the man of God that <laughs> I know you are also a man of God. But I have made this young man a vessel of mine. So, give him that honor. Not just because of him, but it's because of what I have made him. You remember this verse? You remember this verse? He said, whoever does not welcome you, nor listen to your message, as you leave that house or city, shake the dust off it, off your feet, in contempt, breaking all tiles. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. He says, but we have this treasure in what? In earthing vessels. So the ministers of God are treasures in what? Human vessels. Vessels of clay. When God picks a person, they don't become immortals. They are still human representing God. Are you hearing me? Glorious grace. I'll continue. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.